What's up, guys? This is Bobby Stills from Grill How Long Steak Mister. Me and Johnny took the week off for Memorial Day. So I'm going to be playing you a live episode that we did a couple weeks ago. My co-host for this episode is Matt James from the How to Be a Better Drinker podcast on the Soundcasting Network. Um, this episode is about uh, sous Ving and the company Samic. This is part one, the demo part. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy, nerd out, learn about sous Ving, and we'll see you guys next week. Welcome to the 2017 Sufi Classic. I'm here with Matthew James, host of How to Be a Better Drinker on the Soundcasting Network. Hello, Robbie. Thanks for having me. The tension you can cut with a knife. I mean, the water is heated up. The machines are plugged in. I believe we're ready to go. I can feel it. I'm your host, Bobby Stills, host of Grill How Long Steak, Mister. About 10 minutes. Thank you. Good callback. Um, yeah, we are not recording to you from South Lake Union. We're still in Seattle, Washington, but we're in the lovely neighborhood of Belltown. The heart of the city. <laughs> some would say. Some would say Crackhead Central. I would not say that. Hey, it's got the best and the worst of Seattle, but okay. it's also got some fantastic restaurants, such as the one that we're in right now. Yes, uh, newly um, um, opened Belltown yeah. Brewery. Yeah, Belltown Brewery. Here. We're in the PDR in the back. Back, of, They don't let us out front. PDR? Private dining room. Oh man! Did you know what that? Did you know that? I, meant? I didn't know the uh, the acronym there. Anyway, yes, uh, we are record. Uh, I was gonna thank. Oh, yes, who's here? Producer Keith. Producer Keith, aka Queef Boogie, the man with the top ramen hoodie. That's his new thing. He explained it earlier. He said he wished he was on ecstasy so he could just rub the inside of his hoodie. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. that, it looks it looks fuzzy. He yeah. is, he's sick, but he yeah. made it. Keith, I know a guy that can help you out with that. <laughs> anyway, we have an audience here. Hey, make noise. Anybody? Hey, yeah. everybody. Uh, Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so what we are doing here today is we have um, two people from uh, the company Samick. And uh, Jeff Cunningham, he is the manufacturer's rep. And Rich Hansen, he's from business development sales slash... I guess you would say that a man of many hats. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he does a lot. Answers yeah. emails, the phone, whatever, man. but he's going to be demoing some products for us today. Uh, Samick, this is straight from our website. What is it? Let's see. Should we read the whole thing? Go this ahead. Is, okay. You're good at reading. Samick, we manufacture quality equipment for catering and hotels. Okay. They do both Ooh. licensing trade and food industry. Samick is a group of companies whose activities centered on the development, manufacturing, and commercialization of equipment for catering and hotel license trade and food industries. It was guess what year it was founded? Can you guess, Matt? 1969. 1969. Good guess. Jesus. Right decade. 1961. You're uh, going to have to give close. me pay me $2 after the show. Yeah. I, um, it was founded in 1961 by Loke. my man, where's those fernets at? You're an asshole. Yeah. You, you okay. Beard, it's all right. So it was founded in 1961 by local business people. The company began its activity as manufacturing for equipment for dynamic. Be quiet, sir. <laughs> dynamic food preparation. Over time, Samix offer has widened in today's supplies and extensive product range. So they do food preparation equipment, food preservation, and sous vide. Okay. It's a quality so, company. I guess they are from Spain. Any, sure. any Spaniards in the house? 
No. Hola. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm, it's an audio uh, medium, so uh, we can lie like hell. <laughs> Lots of Spanish people. Okay. So, yeah, what's going to be going on today is uh, our man uh, Rich is going to be doing a demo for us, explaining his product line, what he's got going on. Um, yeah. And uh, should we? I don't know. What do you, Matt? Matt is the host of How to Be a Better Drinker on the Soundcasting yes. Network. And co-host on this event since, uh, you know, about 12 oh, hours Oh, shit, ago. Johnny, I almost oh. forgot about him. Is there any other black people in here? No, there's not. Oh. <laughs> Affirmative action James, James kind of counts as a black person. Uh, yeah, Johnny is, as you know, um, he's opening up June Baby with Eduardo. And so it's not quite open. Yeah, everybody keeps. I saw Chef Eduardo. I had brunch there. I talked about on the show last week. And he was at the desk or at the countertop. He's on his computer. And I was like, do I go say what's up to him? No, because he gets asked the same question every day. When is your restaurant opening? Right, right. So Johnny is working at Solari tonight. He is not here. Johnny out, Matt James bitch in. I will be a lackluster uh, input, I think. Nah, you're going to do great. You're going to do great. Uh, What we got coming up? for you we got a demo we got an interview we're gonna talk to some people in the crowd and uh, we're gonna do a beer tasting uh because belltown brewery is brewing their own beers um not here on location not not yet off sort off site that's right that's right but it's gonna be the same great product same great taste trademark that pay me if you're gonna use it all right and without further ado let's get into that demo well, hey, good to be here, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, like I said, we're from Samic. We are in Spain. We're in actually San Sebastian, Spain, which is actually accredited for having the most Michelin star restaurants per capita of any city in the world. So it's pretty cool. We're very uh, chef-focused, culinary-based. Um, we started out just making potato peelers in 1961. Big, massive, industrial things that you dump a whole bucket in and uh, spits them out three minutes later. Um, since then, we've grown to basically anything that spins. Um, Salad spinners, um, immersion blenders, emulsifiers, uh, veg prep machines. Um, But really where we stand out right now in the market is with our sous vide thermal circulators. Um, We've really changed the way that sous vide is done on a commercial scale. Um, Currently when you're doing sous vide, a lot of health departments are really like nervous with it because it's new, it's weird, it's you know a modified atmosphere. Um, and what we've done is we've really just simplified the whole process. With our, with, with our thermal circulator, it has Bluetooth connectivity. So what you can do is you can control everything and you can monitor everything. Instead of just putting a machine in there, setting the temperature, and hoping that everything is working correctly. What this does is you can program recipes, you can add users, um, you can monitor the cooking cycle. It has alerts if anything were to happen, if the power went out, if the water levels are too low, anything like that. Um, The best thing about it is at the end of the cooking cycle, what it does is it tracks your times and temperatures throughout the entire cooking cycle. Um, currently, what most chefs are doing if they're using sous vide on a, uh, on a commercial scale, obviously you know what it's like when the health department comes in and they're like, what's your HACCP plan for that? Um, is anybody here using sous vide in their restaurants currently? And how are you guys tracking, what's, what's your HACCP tracking with that? Which is, yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, what we found a lot of times is it just, you know, every 20 minutes, every 30 minutes, come by with a thermometer, take your time and temperature so that you have that. Um, what this does is it tracks the entire cooking cycle. It shoots it to your phone. And so that way, what you can do is at the end of the day, end of the cycle, you just click a button and it prints out. You can either print it out and throw it in a binder and put it in your office, um, or else you can actually just email a PDF file to your compliance officer wherever they are halfway across the country. Um, so it just kind of simplifies the process. Um, some other nice things about it is say you want to put a, you know, uh, a loin in at 10 o'clock at night and have it prepared for lunch the next day. Well, you left the restaurant at 11, 11.30, you come back in at eight in the morning, assuming that it would have been cooking this whole time. Um, our machine tracks that entire cycle. So say that you had a power outage at one in the morning, but then the power came on at three or four, um, this will give you an alert that that had happened, but then also will give you a report that'll show if, hey, this only fell in the temperature danger zone for 20 minutes, so it's still a servable product, or else, no, 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 it's, it's, it's a bad product, you gotta pitch it. Um, so it really has all those controls in there for you. Um, it also has a, an optional core probe, so what you can do is when you're trying to edit your menu, um, when you're trying to figure out exactly how you want to prepare your products, um, you can attach it to the unit, so you can say, I'm gonna set my water temperature at 180 degrees, but I want this protein to hit 160 degrees so that the core probe will tell you, hey, it took 32 minutes for it to hit this temperature. Um, so when you're developing your menu, it really helps you in assisting with that. Um, our circulators have a stronger motor. They can do up to 14 gallons of water, which is quite a bit. So what you can do is, I mean, you can throw them in a big giant Cambro if you're gonna re-therm a ton of soup, or it, it has a more powerful motor if you're doing it on a small scale where you're just gonna put, put it in you know, a seven gallon bucket and it circulates the water much better. Um, ours are the only NSF approved uh, units on the market. And uh, as far as warranty, um, don't worry, things will not happen, but you know what? Hey, things happen. Uh, in, in the off chance that something does happen, um, all of our units are fixed on site. Um, so most other places, what they do is you have to send it back and then they'll fix it and send it back to you so you can be down for a week. We actually send a repair person on site that fixes it as soon as possible and gets you up and running. So kind of some of the nice things that we offer. We're very, like I said, chef focused. We know what it's like to be in the kitchen. We know what it's like to have downtime and you know, we're, we're there for you. So yeah. Any questions? So you said that your model uses 14 gallons of water. So your competitors, wouldn't you have to use two circulators for that same 14 gallons? Exactly, yes. And then NSF, can you kind of explain that? Because I think there's a lot of pirate sous vide systems in kitchens. Okay, yeah. So NSF is the, the National Safe Food Standard. Basically just describing that, yeah, a unit is a great product. It's safe to use in the kitchen. Um, and it's best when your health department comes in, if a product is NSF approved, then you don't have to sit and bullshit and explain that it's not. Yeah. And basically every health department requires any equipment to technically be NSF. And that's what I was saying about the pirate, yeah. pirate equipment. And, and how is, a how's it going in, in the United States of, of bringing these models out? As far as these, I mean, they're, they're flying off the shelf. It's insane. Um, there's the, the, uh, the last food show, the, why am I break? Why am I drawing a blank? The, the, 
the the Nafram Food Show, which is uh, nation. Uh, nationwide show it was actually this thermal circulator was nominated as what's hot what's cool um, because of all the benefits that it has and how simple it is to operate so yeah it's it's taken off hey rich uh, my name is ralph i'm from squim um can you tell me for the guys that don't know a lot about sous vide what what kind of products do you do in sous vide um, I mean, really, you can do uh, almost anything. It's just, it's all about cooking low and slow and basically controlling the time and temperature. Uh, the best part about it is, what I like to think about it is, in, so you can do it in small, fancy, elaborate, beautiful things, but I like to do it on a mass scale where, say, I'm gonna put 13 chicken breasts, vacuum seal and put them in this water bath, and I'm gonna hold it at 145, 150 degrees. Um, so when that ticket comes in and I need to prepare a chicken breast, well, if I have a raw chicken breast that I'm throwing on the grill, that takes 15, 20 minutes um, to prepare to get on the plate to get out the window. Well, with this, I can cook it low and slow. So yes, I'm gonna put the prep time in and it's gonna take me about 45 minutes to an hour to get the chicken to that time. But once it hits that temperature, and then we open for lunch, we open for dinner, and then I'm holding it at that temperature, it can stay at that consistent 145 and it'll never overcook. So that product that I put in 30 minutes later is still gonna have the same consistency and texture and quality four hours later. So I can hold it at that temperature. When I get that ticket, throw it on the grill just to put some grill marks on, and then now I have a one minute ticket time versus a 20 minute ticket time. So that's where I think is really the best application here for that. I mean, you're talking a lot about the sous vide machine, right? But you got some other stuff up here. What else, yeah. what else is up here? So yeah, so well, in addition to that, um, we've got, so our veg prep machine, this actually, uh, every single Chipotle in the United States shreds their cheese on this machine. Um, so it's pretty cool. What we've done is we've edited the tolerances. So as far as, Aside from Chipotle, a lot of people on these machines hate dicing tomatoes, because uh, what it does is it juices the tomatoes. Well, we've edited the tolerance where we've eliminated the space between the disc and the grid, um, so it doesn't juice the tomatoes as much, and you get a nice, firm, beautiful product when it comes out. In addition to that, um, anybody who's familiar with these big food processors and their dicing, the dicing grid at the end of, the, at the end of your cycle is full of, say, one, two, or three tomatoes. Whether you're dicing five tomatoes or you're dicing 50 tomatoes, there's always gonna be two or three tomatoes left in the dicing grid. Well, we've invented this grid cleaning kit that pops through, holds all the residue, and so that you can keep that remaining product instead of currently what people do is they knock it on the side of a garbage can and it goes in the dish room and then you've wasted two or three tomatoes every day going forward, so it's kind of cool. Um, our emulsifiers have um, three different safeties so that you can't get your hands in there, obviously. Um, but one of the nice things about our emulsifiers is we have a scraper on the inside. So as you're running the cycle, you don't have to stop it, open it up, and scrape the sides. Um, you can scrape the sides while it's running um, and while you're making whatever you need to do. It's kind of cool. How many chefs do you guys have on staff? 
Um, uh, so we work with Enrique Fleischman and his cooking group. He has, I believe, four or five chefs on staff. Um, he's, he's, he's a big chef in the Basque region. Um, so yeah, I would say. And we, we do a annual stage where for six months we recruit two or three chefs um, to work both with Enrique and in our test kitchens um, to just develop new products and play around and you know beat the hell out of our equipment, basically. So, yeah. Joe, you got one? Yeah, what kind of process do you put these machines through for production? Well, you know, like I said, we have a test kitchen where we have, you know, people come in and beat the hell out of them, honestly. But specifically, um, the, the types of tests we're looking at. I mean, are you running a certain kind of meat every day, all day long? Because I mean, that's where you're doing the kitchen. In your test kitchen, are you? Um, well, so that's a good question. I don't know for sure. I finally get to go to Spain next week, so I'm excited about that. So I'll have an answer for you next week, which doesn't help right now. But yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we put everything through extensive tests. I mean, every company, they're going to beat the hell out of their products. Um, and with our thermal circulators, every single thermal circulator that comes off the line is plugged in and made sure that everything, every single bell and whistle works properly. So, In uh, San Sebastian, Spain. Yeah. And then we are actually in Chicago, our distribution center. Um, so everything is centralized in Chicago. We're fully stocked on parts so and everything. If so. they're uh, being produced in Spain, say you have a warranty problem, or mm -hmm. the times are we looking at, or repairs, like that? So same day or next day, um, we work with, uh, we just, Asked my service guy today, I'm like, who are the service companies here? Um, it's Ecolab, and he said one other place. There's two different service companies that we work with here. Um, I know that Ecolab is fully stocked on all parts. Um, and if for some reason it's a part that they don't have locally stocked, it's our policy to overnight the part to the end user and have the service agent meet the end user at the location so you're up and running the next day. Yeah, and especially for the sous vide, um, that's fixed on site as well. So. Um, I mean, we know what it's like to be down. We know what it's like to be in a kitchen and, you know, stuff breaks. Next day. Next day. Yeah. You'll, it, you'll be up and running next day. That's, that's our promise. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of ties into my question. Where are these manufactured at? So they're manufactured in Spain. Um, and then we just have, we just keep chipping in big old containers full of products. We're fully stocked on everything. So. Our motto is in Chicago, everything three o'clock central time, which is five o'clock your time. Any orders we get by three o'clock central time, we ship out same day. So, or, oh, it's one o'clock, yeah. Still, yeah. Um, so one o'clock your time, get shipped out same day. Um, and I believe it's what, two, maybe two or three days to get things out here, so, yeah. Um, I will be honest, I'm not a chef. Um, I'm just the guy that knows how this machine works. You're the sous vide pro. Um, do you mind giving us a exercise in the whole thing behind sous vide? <laughs> so am I. Get up there. Yeah. Hey, take this mic with you. So tell us what sous vide is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, first of all, the thing I like about sous vide is that we're limiting the exposure. You know, basically cooking is kind of controlled decomposition and you're adding a lot of particles in certain kinds of cooking. You know, if you're sauteing, you're adding oil, you're adding all these extra things to kind of cause friction. And those things also cause cross-contamination. 
The thing about sous vide is you're using less ingredients. You're centralizing the ingredients and you're concentrating it. So on this model here, what I really find different about Samic compared to, say, Poli Sci or Sous Vide Supreme is the fact that their chef back in Spain really found a way to take this water circulator that was always known for like one ingredient at a time. And so you'd have to have like 50 of these around a kitchen to actually run a program off sous vide. And what he found was that if you can dial in the actual temperature that you need, you can kind of run it like a highway. And so it doesn't matter if I'm cooking proteins or if I'm cooking vegetables. You know, there was a, there was a restaurant that Robbie and I worked in that we cooked one ingredient. It was the David Chang egg and that's all we cooked out of it all freaking day long. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the neat thing about this is you can do asparagus, you can do steak, you can do seafood. Uh, it's kind of a catch and release like system. You'll hit the tag, it'll run the sensor on your HACCP program. It looks very similar if you ever worked in fast food, kind of like a pickup screen, you know, the ticket list fast food places you look up on the monitor. Uh, you can actually run that on your phone or on an iPad and it has the sensors and controls to let you know when it's time to take that out. The bagging of the food and how you're going to cook it, each thing's a little different. Some things you're going to want to pre-sear and then cook it at the end in the sous vide. Other things you're going to want to bring it up to temp in the sous vide and then flash sear it. Like earlier you were talking about the chicken. You know, the chicken's great to stage it. It's good to kind of yeah. keep the air out of it. You know, mm -hmm. it keeps it nice and safe inside the bag. It concentrates the flavors. Now we're using less oils, less marinades, less seasoning, and we're really enhancing what that product tastes like. So where chicken may seem like bland and we're forcing a lot of flavor in it, now you're taking something with a little bit of product and you're emphasizing and magnifying it. And also what, what chef, what he was touching on is, this is actually, so, so our eight plus, we're releasing in a couple months is a system where it's our smart kitchen management system, um, where right now it's, it's kind of the secret, um, and so he touched on it, and they're really just getting the kinks out. And so that next stage, what we're gonna have is these RFID tags that you can attach to whatever protein or vegetable or whatever you have, whatever you're putting into your water bath, um, and it's gonna track, you can enter the recipe to that RFID tag, so when you put it in, there's a screen that'll pop up and it'll tell you what products are currently cooking and what products are finished and ready. When does that come out? Well, you'll see it sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You heard it first here. Yeah. <laughs> On Grill How Long Steak Mister. So, currently, this unit right now. Um, right now, it's logging the time and temperature of the water. We have an optional core probe, so you can probe the food, and then it will log your time, temperature, and temperature of the food. So you can currently do all that. The thing Chef AJ is talking about is what's coming out in a few months, and that will log every product you're putting in separately when you put it in the, pro when you put it in the water bath, when you take it out the water bath, and it has everything. All put together. It's it's developed and now they're just getting the kinks out. They're yeah, they're they're beating it up. Yeah, so yeah, it's exciting. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate it. Give the man a hand. Cool.
All right, guys, that was part one of episode 74. Make sure you listen to part two. We get into the interview section of the live recording. We get into the tasting. We do a beer tasting, more witty banter. Um, Yeah, make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Make sure you download us on Google Play. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. You can check out Johnny on Instagram at JohnnyTunami. You can check me out on Instagram at Bobby Stills. Yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you guys next week.